0: Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Outlaw Radio.
1: The staccato beats of a golden palomino carrying a man who fights wherever justice needs a champion.
0: Magic Matt Allen. <laughs> 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 For those of you while watching us live on YouTube and uh, Rumble.com, and we're even up there on a couple other uh, platforms, hey, happy birthday, America. And uh, for those in other parts of the country listening to us on Terrestrial, it's probably a week late, but its I don't think it's ever too late to say happy birthday to the greatest country ever formed, the great USA. God bless. Yeah, God bless us. Hey, uh... I don't know if I have time to get into this uh, story because uh, I think Tattoo Dave is. uh, So he's putting together uh, the call with John? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he seems to be talking to someone, which is a good sign. Okay. Are we ready? Hey, John, how are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Well, now that we got the formalities out of the way. I thought it was John Albee, the chief (laughs) engineer. No, this is John Thomas, the man that uh, I worked with uh, 52,000 years ago at uh, Mm -hmm. a uh, radio station, uh, 50,000-watt flamethrower. It wasn't even a radio station. It was simply a 50,000-watt flamethrower. And somehow people could hear, right? They could hear the flame. And uh, mm-hmm. and John Thomas, who uh, we uh, you know we've gone 40 years. We were really good buddies, and we went out constantly. And <laughs> you had you had lived in L.A. How long by that time, John?
1: Uh, well, actually, I grew up there. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah, and I I, I went to Venice High School.
0: Mm hmm. So you carry a knife. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm not afraid to go out break dancing at 2 o'clock in the morning.
0: Yeah, how do you think yeah. you knew how
1: to get to South Central?
0: <laughs> yeah, no kid. Well, he lives in Chicago, for God's sakes. I mean, you know, he has to be armed. You have to carry a knife. And, and that's a and that's a great town. I know I've gone on record as mentioning that before, but I never had a bad time. In, well, I did have a, a bad night one night when I was uh, exceptionally inebriated. <clears throat> this was probably 25 years ago, and we were broadcasting from a local uh, humidor, a cigar shop a great classic joint there in chicago and we went out and went and had a steak dinner and then it ended up in some club now i'm not a big club guy but you know after four or ten uh, m- martinis hey that sounds like a good idea i just remember sort of passing out on the sidewalk and chicago is not a just not a good place to do such a thing right john well
1: You know, it depends on how dark it is because people trip over you. you Um.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, John Thomas, the reason that we're revisiting John two weeks in a row is he sent me a couple notes and he said, you know, he said, now you got me thinking about weird places we went back then. And... And he mentioned, and this, and I, I knew that I didn't want to talk to him on the phone and have a personal conversation. I wanted it fresh and on the air here. He said, "Remember the Nicodell Restaurant next door to KHJ, right there on Melrose, and it's the old Desilu Studios that that area as well." And that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And Nicodell's John Thomas. That was one of I. I I think I may. Did I turn you on to that place? Even though you obviously are were born and raised in L.A., but was, if, right? Yeah, I was
1: an L.A. guy, but I, I didn't know anything about it. It was apparently like an inside uh, Hollywood joint. Yes. Or uh, actors. You know, I, I, I looked up the place later on because it, you know, stuck in my memory so much. It was such an impressive. <laughs> yeah, funky. Uh, impressive place to see. Uh, yeah, <laughs> even though it was totally empty when we
0: walked in there. Well, you that's yeah, well. I tell you what, John. That's what happened to the it joint. Have
1: been near closing
0: time or something. yeah. yeah well, but that's what happened. There, there not enough uh, occupants to keep the thing running. It was, it was a, a about a half price version of Musso and Frank's, the illustrious exactly. classic. It
1: was one of those places where they had the menu was printed up daily. Daily, ate on
0: it. Yeah, and they and and they had the greatest chicken pot pie, and they had uh, macaroni and cheese Fridays, and it was a great place. And that little bar there, a dive bar. Now I wasn't drinking at the time, and damn it, I look back and think I certainly wish I had because, well, if I started that early, I'd be dead now. And uh, and
1: although well, you know, I, I I looked up, that was the place where uh yes, Arnez. Asked Fred, asked uh, uh, William Frawley to be Fred Mertz. Okay, that a meeting there at that
0: place, and see that makes sense because that was Lucy's dive bar <laughs> hangout. Yes, yes, <laughs> and she and she would drink the grapefruit and vodka. That was her drink. Wow. And our former tattoo Dave, I bet you don't know this. Our former producer Lori Dowdy Jr. That was her drink of choice for years. Greyhound, Greyhound. yeah, Greyhound. And then the doc doctor said, "Well, that's one of the worst things you can drink." <laughs> <laughs> and so she gave it up and went with uh, tequila. And now she's off all the crap and just drinking Modelo. So I guess not all the crap, but but that Nicodels, man, how I miss that joint. And really close uh, to you know, huh?
1: We were there. We were there when there was all that old Hollywood stuff yeah. was still around. Yeah, uh, the old school Hollywood stuff you meant, mentioned, muster and Frank's. There was uh, Brown Derby. Remember, we went there. Okay, uh, Hollywood okay, Hollywood. okay. The see, old actual Derby was still there when when I when I started at KFI. Did you see Musser and Frank's? I don't Franks, know if it was still there. God,
0: he did. Yes, he said. Muscle and Frank's Mark. Why do you, Why do you have to take us back? And I just called you Mark, and that's why I did. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Pat. Okay, Okay. Not you, Mark. My brother, Mark. T. All right. Tim. Here's the deal. So, so this little joint was was the just the greatest little place. And then one day, I feel highfalutin because you know I'm not making an s load of money, but I'll tell you what, John Thomas, back in that day of 1983. You know, union scale I was making like 60,000 a year. I don't it seems like that would be a lot by today's standards, right? It, it, yeah, for, for those days. Yeah, absolutely. But it yeah. did, it didn't feel like it. I think I had a really bad accountant because I was not I none of that money made it to my bank account. <laughs> So, one day I'm feeling I But well, we were going out every night. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been it. So, the Brown Derby is there. And I said, John, you know, this is a classic joint. And of course, John knows about the Brown Derby, but I had never been there. So, it, it, it came to light that this was the place that John and I, and I was only there once, with John. And I remember the menu. It's like, oh, boy, this is pretty pricey. But, uh, man, it's great. And this is where all the stars hang out. And by pricey, I mean you know, like $12 for an entree because this is 1983. But it was it was worth the trip and it was worth being in that. Do you remember the vibe of that place at all? I mean, that place was packed, unlike Nicodel's.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it did not feel like we were appropriate yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. We were totally fish out of the water. Totally fish out. You know, we're 21 years we were old. Way over our heads. It was like agents and, you know, yeah. uh mid-level stars had, uh, you know, scoping out their careers <laughs> right. over a 50-80 lunch.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and 80 Ben, yeah, 80 which is now 300. Yeah, oh, at least at least mm-hmm. had to Dave. It's yeah. ridiculous. And then and then I will tell you that John reminded me of something that I, I think I pushed out of my memory banks years ago. Yeah. He said, do you remember the trip to the uh, radio station in San Bernardino? <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why I think I... that Do you remember the load of S-We... We received from our program director Jahani because of that trip.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can,
0: can you break yeah, it? Can you break it down in a yeah. nutshell? Why? Why Johnny was so pissed? And, and first of all, laid out. So somehow, I think John Thomas has this bright idea to visit a radio station. Did you know someone there?
1: I, I, I don't recall why we went there. It was, <laughs> we knew somebody who
0: knew somebody. Okay, okay. So, so I, but I think it was sort of like, hey, we're the big time, uh, you know, we work at KFI <laughs> in Los Angeles. Uh, 50,000 my watt flamethrower. And this is uh. Uh, this is a little San Bernardino radio station. So, you know what? We're really going to impress these guys. So, somehow we get in and we, and, and I thought it was a cordial meeting and, and the guy on the air mm-hmm. was really nice, Right. And then, and then all of a sudden, the next day, we get called into the program director's office because he said, uh, uh, we got a real problem here. And I'm thinking, who the hell Narts? You know, I'm going back to the '80s here. Who the hell narked on us? And and is that against the law to visit another radio station? Supposedly, this little a-hole who was making nice, nice with us and and pretended mm-hmm. like he liked us, he calls the station or the or the he tells his GM and the general manager then calls KFI. He says, "Hey, you got a couple rogue jocks here in a San uh, Bernardino. Yeah. I need them out of here." Yeah, like, yeah. And yeah. they think they're hot ass. And yeah, we did. I think. Yeah. But but why the, you go there? The point is. Is the, because John, John was a very bad influence on me. Uh, but I, I, we, we, it was a load of crap, and it was that was hellish. Were we? What did? How did we pay for that? Except a, a big uh, talking to by our program director.
1: Well, you know, I don't recall, but uh, you know, there were there were people who were on the. Uh, most favored list and people who were not yeah. and before that we were on the most favored list yeah that's true and
0: yeah. afterwards you're on the no fly much. list yeah we were the we were on the no fly list at uh, that point yeah but uh, I'll tell you I'll tell you a fun time we visited and I forgot this was I believe this was with John Thomas we visited the comedy store one night because uh, we're out as late as you can possibly be. <laughs> and, and in L.A., it's tough because it's a sleepy town. It is a sleepy town. But yeah. the comedy store, op- it was, you know, open till 2, and I think we arrived there at around 1 o'clock, one twenty in the morning. Now, was it you that when we walked in, there was this guy shouting on stage with long hair and obnoxious as hell? Do you recall this? Is this coming
1: back to you? Uh, sounds like Sam Genson. Uh, uh, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I, I remember it was it was full. It was I, I was surprised how full it was. Oh, ow, ow! Yes,
0: and it Ooh. it turns out before <laughs> he was a star, it was, it was Sam Kennison <laughs> on stage. That's funny. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I mean you know these. Well, are, I, you know I used to go to the comedy store after after you'd left town, and I was still you know. Yeah. Doing some of the things that we did. Yeah, uh, I had a I I had a long conversation with um, Arsenio Hall once. Right out back when I was smoking, I'd go out for a cigarette. And, right, you know, they'd come out after. Evidently, that was a place where all the comics came out after their uh, set, sat and smoked. Uh, 10 right, minutes to to come down. Yeah, from being on stage, and uh, so you know, and then you know, I I was there a couple of times where. Robin Williams did a surprise. Nice. Twenty wow. minutes. Nice. Just amazing. The what' a, is legendary. Man. Yeah, and that
0: boy, that Robin Williams, what a brilliant guy! What a brilliant guy! We lost a good one there, man. We really did. And then finally, with John Thomas, as we're remembering back forty gazillion years ago when we worked together. This here, is your life here in Los Angeles. It is sort of. This is our life. I, I, it is sort of. Uh, But things that uh, can only happen in L.A., and I say that because the comedy store is only in Los Angeles, and there are these locations like Yamashiro's, Magic Castle, that are certainly uh, Los Angeles and L.A. only. But John reminded me in a text, he said, remember the coffee shop hangouts? He said, I I know those waitresses must have hated us. Ben, ben Frank's. Well, Ben Frank's fine dining. But that's not the one that comes to mind. John Thomas turned me on to this coffee shop, and we were there at least a couple times a week on Santa Monica Boulevard, and it was filled with transvestites. Yeah. John, you remember this? <laughs> I think that's why we were there.
1: Did you choose it because yeah, it was of that? After, after you know, it was um, they got to they got to sit someplace. <laughs> yeah, but... Was it the Formosa? Yeah, it wasn't the Formosa, No.
0: Okay. No, this is... Do you remember the name of that joint? Because it's long since gone. No, no, no. Now the
1: truth comes out. And well, Matt, you took that. me to that place because you said... All of these all-night coffee shops all over yeah. Southern California. There was Norms. Yeah. There was ships, ships. There was, yeah. you know... uh y- Yeah. Yeah. You know, mom and pop places, just everywhere. Well, how uh, about open all night? Oh, hell yeah! And wait,
0: how about the uh, the Hooker uh, Denny's there on Sunset? Oh yeah, Rock and Roll Denny's, <laughs> Rock and Roll Hooker Denny's, <laughs> man. Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah, yes. th- these are great. Giant hair and spandex. <laughs> oh yeah, man. <laughs> the early days of spandex. It was a new technology.
0: <laughs> and,
1: uh, yeah. Hey man, We're I, I, I did off, that. You know. I, know. I know. I just,
0: uh, I, I just remember that uh, you would, uh, you know, he, uh, John would always rather have a beer, but you did drink coffee as well, did you not? A uh, big coffee guy. Yeah, 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 me too. I, I'm I, having I,
1: coffee right now. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm addicted to coffee. And I'm having-,
1: having coffee right now too,
0: John. No, okay. Why would you say that, Mark? When you're lying. Years. There could be coffee in this beer can. Yeah. Okay. All right. By the way, yeah. you took me to that transvestite place because it was oh, late, yeah? late, 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 and back. but it was good food. Was a, yeah. There's a great place, little gre, you know, little greasy. All right. There we yeah. go. Another uh, great we visit. We went there for the food. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I know that's why I went there. Well, did you have the pumps at this time? Man? No, I had the. I was wearing the Jonah David pumps, little Laura Ashley flower print. I'm so pretty. I, I listen. The truth is the truth. Sometimes it hurts. That, my friends, is uh, John Thomas. Okay, I'm going to call you in the next couple days and we'll uh, BS some more. I love that guy. I'm glad we we reconnected after so many years. We'll be this after back on the big, ferocious dog Oh, broadcasting rough on all fours at I-5. Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. So, you're listening to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio.